0: So, even though I didn't watch Dynamite last night, you know, because I was watching uh, the Rockefeller tree uh, lighting and the fact I was resting from, of course, uh, putting the tree and some decorations up, I did hear about it. In fact, I even, you know, took to Twitter and to check up on things. And what happened last night has gotten a lot of people talking. First of all, You know, what I said before about MJF becoming champion and, you know, AEW and Tony Khan really needing to ride with this and, you know, throughout next year really tease, like, who's going to be the one? Like, who's going to be the one that takes it from him and basically utilize this into 2024? And it looks like that's exactly what they are doing, because you even have Maxwell come out and say that he's going to use his reign as champion. For as long as it's going to be, to you know, really get what he wants, to get the contract that he wants uh, between all parties, and he even teased, as you know, we would expect that he would basically go with WWE because you know when he mentioned you know, when he mentioned that he hopes Khan, you know, has the right you know amount ready for him or something like that. He then emphasizes that he met Nick Khan and Triple H. According according to what those that saw the episode said, he did reference them by name. You know, on on Dynamite, he did reference them by name. And that's kind of interesting because normally you really wouldn't see that get referenced that much unless it's like a shoot promo, but MJF is in that kind of uh, position right now to where he can shoot. He's basically CM Punk. Well, CM Punk is sitting at home. He's basically a younger version of Phil Brooks doing a shoot, but he's doing it in a way that is going to potentially, you know, benefit him behind the scenes and in story. The other thing that was notable is the fact that he had betrayed, he had turned against William Regal after Regal had helped him become champion. And basically, the storyline there with that betrayal is, you know, MJF says he's the devil. He portrays himself as the devil, right? And, of course, you can't trust someone like that. You can't trust a word, you know, coming from someone like that's mouth. So, for him to attack Regal, you know, Regal should have saw saw it coming because he got out-deviled, if you will, by MJF. And what this also does with MGF's character is it does put a lot of doubt into anybody else that would want to be associated with him or even consider it. Like, is this guy someone we can really trust or is he just using us because, hey, we're going to help him stay champion or whatever the case may be? We don't know. We don't know just yet. We don't know just yet. Now, with that said, though, with that said, um, you know I think what AEW is doing is exactly like I said what they need to do and they need to stay the course and as I mentioned you know they need to start you know by at least I wouldn't say revolution but more along the lines of double or nothing and you know all out and mostly full gear well actually around full gear I should say but they need to basically tease around Double or Nothing, Bash at the Beach, they're still going to do that, which is one of the special editions of Dynamite, or Fight Fest and Fight for the Fallen, which are the other special editions of Dynamite, or the St. Patrick's Day Slam. You know, well, maybe not St. Patrick's Day Slam, but mostly, like I said, Double or Nothing, um... And then, like I said, Fido Fest, Fight for the Fallen, maybe Forbidden Door if they do another Forbidden Door with, you know, New Japan. And then really rev it up between All Out and Full Gear as to, you know, Tony Khan or whatever authority figures that are going to be presented on screen doing whatever they can to get the belt off Maxwell J. Friedman before his contract is up and he decides to take it to WWE. Because again, you could play up that fact. You can play up the fact and story that Tony knows that, yeah, I, you know, I could get another championship made. That's not a problem. But if he goes on television as our current champion, WWE television, and drops this in the trash and, you know, maybe burns it or whatever, that's not a good sign for us on a bigger platform. So if I'm so basically. So basically, to me, they need to play this to the, to the tilt. They need to play this. You know, to to a fine tune, if you will, to the point that just when you make it look like Maxwell's going to do it, he's going to do what he says and he's going to leave and take the title with him. That's when you get whoever you can get to take the belt off him. Even if it's someone that you would think, well, they don't need the belt. You know, they are basically the only answer we got. And I think we all know who that could be. Hopefully that's not the case. But that's up to, you know, Tony Khan. It's up to AEW and everything as to how they play this out. I'm sure they got something locked in for Maxwell going into 2023 and potentially 2024 as champion. But we'll see. We shall see. You know, again, with Maxwell at the helm as champion, and you have Orange Cassidy, you have the acclaimed... You have Jade Cargill, you have Jamie Hayter, you know, uh, basically, um, as your champions, okay? You have Jade Cargill, Jamie Hayter, you know, uh, Orange Cassidy, acclaimed, you know, along with Maxwell, you know, as your champion, you have, what, five to six championships on originals. Jade, Jamie, acclaimed, you know, Orange Cassidy, and Maxwell, So you have five out of your six, what is it, nine championships? I think it's nine championships on the established AEW roster, right? Um, Let's see. AEW Women's, TBS, TNT, Tag Team, Atlantic, World. Yeah. So basically, you have five out of your six championships. Five out of your six, well, actually seven. You have five out of your seven championships on AEW Original. And as I've mentioned before, it's going to be up to them, along with Maxwell leading the charge, to really get people to tune in and watch. Now, everybody did praise, um, you know, Dynamite for kind of returning a little bit to what it's known for in the past, or what it was known for in the past, uh, last night, with last night's edition. But now it's up to, you know, the rest of the year with the roster. It's up to the roster, the current champions, the AEW Originals that are. Like if they're holding five out of the seven belts, it's up to them. It's up to the champ himself and the, and the roster to really step up in the next uh, couple of, in, the, in this last month of 2022 and going into next year. It's really going to be up to them to, you know, again, show that they can carry the ball. Because if any of them, any of them fail to do so, If any of them fail to do so, then Tony, you can't tell me Tony Khan will not be quick to say, okay, I tried, I'm taking the belt off you. Because he will. He will take the belt off them. So if I'm Tony Khan, so I'm not Tony Khan, but if I'm the AEW Originals that have these titles, and the rest of the roster, which consists of AEW Originals and established veteran talent, then I basically step up my game. I step it up. And show them that yes, you can depend on us. Yes, as originals that are currently holding five out of your seven championships, we can draw. And hopefully they do that. Hopefully they do that. I mean, right now, whether you want to admit it or not, they're kind of leading the charge a little bit with uh, what it, with you know Maxwell's champion and in the, the position he's in. As well as the fact that you have, you know, uh, Jay Cargill in a storyline situation with Bow Wow. Which could potentially lead to her losing the title. You know, the TBS title, that is. And you got dissension going on between her and the baddies, because apparently they hung out with Nala Rose. It's like, okay, you got something there. And now it's just up to the rest of the roster. You know, it's up to the rest of the roster to step up. Will they do so? We shall see. But last night, like I said, they're taking the steps that they need to take to really put over Maxwell as this guy that, you know, will do anything and use anyone to keep, you know, keep himself on top as champion and basically use this championship as a means to get what he wants, either, you know, either from AEW or from WWE. And I like the fact that they're basically having him lean more towards WWE with the fact that he basically has his own custom-made AEW championship with the burgundy, you know, look and everything, which which matches his scarf and everything that he wears to the ring. So, you know, so people like that. People like that idea, and I think it's a great idea too. But again, like I said, it's up to Tony Khan, it's up to AEW, and mostly it's up to Maxwell and the other originals that have championships to really step up the game and get people invested enough to tune in every Wednesday night and every Friday night, um, as well to see what they do next. You know, to see what's up the corner uh, when it comes to this. You know, building this rebuilding process or finishing of finishing of this rebuilding process in 2023 so we'll see what they do right now it looks like they're definitely taking the first steps towards that you know towards that direction that i said they need to go with maxwell as well as the other originals and now it's in their hands now it's in their hands but give me your thoughts guys overall let me know down below and i will talk to y'all later